Dripping in rings and robes Stepping out like I'm in a fresh pair of gators But I'm only in the living room Gotta stay clean Got company coming later I got the perfect seat Feel like we sitting courtside at the Lakers Maybe so, maybe not Either way, this is the couch creators This is the couch creators This is the couch creators All praise to the creator This is the couch creators This is the couch creators This is the couch creators All praise to the creator This is the couch creators What's up, Ken folk? It's your boy, Pastor M, M.A., Emery Anderson, however you know me, and I want to welcome you back to the Couch Creatives Podcast, brought to you by Rings and Robes in conjunction and partnership with the Repurposed Podcast Network. Look, we got a great episode for you today, but before we jump into it, look, I want you to like, share, add, subscribe, however you are consuming this content. Let other people know what's going on at Couch Creatives and right here on the Repurposed Podcast Network. So we got an interesting topic that I want to hit today. Um, you know, we we in the living room and we like to invite people um, on the couch and kind of talk different things, you know, maybe like creative processes or creative approach to things or finding creativity in whatever it is that you do. Um, but I want to kind of dive in um, in a discussion and in a dialogue with Um, One of my good friends, uh, she like my little sister, Um, but I want to hit this topic of vulnerability and how the power of vulnerability, uh, the power of vulnerability can like power and and spark creativity. Um, I think there's that power in being transparent and being open with your audience and and how you create um, that allows you to connect and engage with your audience in a different way. And so um, as we jump into this topic and talk about this topic today, I got to introduce who we have on the couch with us today. Um, my little sister, my good friend, like we we, we catching up right here. Y'all witnessing, witnessing us catching up right here on the podcast. But uh, without further ado, Kenfo, y'all go ahead, show some love to Amber Roper. Amber, what's going on? How are you? <laughs> Good. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, a- absolutely. It's a uh, a pleasure to to have you here. Like I've gotten to know you um, over the years. Um, so tell tell the tell the audience a little bit about like yourself and who you are, where you're located. Let us know a little bit about about you and what you what you're doing now. Yes, for sure. So. We haven't seen each other since I moved from North Carolina two and a half years ago. No, no, no. Remember, and I was in, um, I came to Colorado Springs that one time. You're right, that one time. That one time <laughs> I came, I, I did. You, 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 you were at church that day, yes. I've seen you since then. So since then, I have moved to Colorado Springs, Colorado. I yeah. am loving it out here. Um, I work as a mental health therapist. I specialize in trauma. I'm a neuropsychologist. And... Um, working on my dissertation right now in neurofeedback therapy. So a lot has changed since I did live in North Carolina and was, you know, killing it as a receptionist at the church, which I love. (laughs) Yes, you've come come a long way. Absolutely. (laughs) I've found what I'm passionate about and um, what the Lord has gifted me with out here. So that's, that's what's new. That's, um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's 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 super dope. Yeah, like when we met, like you and your family had moved to North Carolina 
and you had joined the staff um, as the receptionist. And I can just remember us having different conversations and dialogues, um, just kind of in passing through the lobby and stuff. So to see you grow and take steps into your call and your passion um, is, is super dope. And I know I would always ask the receptionist, like, you know, hey, what's next? Or, you know, what is God calling you to um, beyond this? You know, just because I know it's a, it's a transient position. Um, so to see you walking your call and your passion, I think is super dope. They're probably going to stop me from like having those conversations with the receptionist because every couple of years, um, I feel like there's a new one and they're going on to like the next thing, which is great. You know, we're excited for that and celebrate that. But um, I just, I don't know. I'm always picking picking the brains of our, our receptionists and kind of seeing, you know, what's God speaking to you and, and, you know, what are you hearing and things of that sort. So um, it's cool to see that. So working on wrapping up your, your, your doctoral degree, that's, that's super dope. How, how's that going? That's, I know there's gotta be some challenges and a, a workload, but what is, what is that? What has that been looking like for you? It has been going extremely well. I okay. am in the, research portion of my dissertation right now okay so this is the last step before i defend it and i'm done like graduation okay. i will be so glad to walk across that stage because it's been a long time coming so it's, nah, it's been really good sorry go ahead no no you good no i was just saying that's 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 super dope like one of my one of my friends here in fairville like this past year um i remember when he started um you know, his doctoral program and getting his dissertation stuff together. And he pitched me his topic and we were kind of bouncing some thoughts together. Um, and he just, he just graduated, um, this past spring. Um, so I, I, I'm, That's amazing. so yeah, so I'm praying for you through that process that everything will go well, things will fall into place, you know, favor with your professors, Thank things you. of that sort. Yes. So yeah, I, I know, I know you're going to kill it. I know you're going to kill it. Um, so look, we, we, you know, we talking about vulnerability, the power of vulnerability when it comes to your creativity. Um, and I, and I love that because, um, now what you didn't mention, you, you're talking about what you had going on now, but mm -hmm. you know, we had some conversations, um, kind of that passing in the lobby and, you know, I've, you know, musicians and artists always seem to find each other some way or another, right. like through conversation, right. something comes up and you'd be like, oh, you do this, you do that. Or they say something that kind of gives the inclination that they do something in that space. And so um, I found out you did music and you had projects and stuff and singles. And so I would, you know, listen to your stuff. And um, I remember you were working on a new project and you have released something and uh, kind of, kind of on this same idea of vulnerability and, um, and creativity. I think music is one of those spaces where like that is like an ideal place to be transparent because whether it's through songs or through writing, um, people, people can really connect and resonate um, as people are telling their stories, people are communicating their, um, their trials, their obstacles, their victories, um, their successes. And I think it's a place where vulnerability does spark and power creativity in that music and songwriting space. And so I'm thinking of a a, a song that um, I, I this still it's still one of my one of my favorite Amber Roper songs to this day, um, and that's that's Better Things. And I feel like this is a very like kind of transparent, vulnerable song. Um, so 
you you when you when you were putting together better things like talk talk about like what kind of led to that you ain't gotta you ain't gotta give no names <laughs> you ain't gotta give no names no specifics but Christmas like <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like you know yeah. you know <laughs> but let's let's like walk us through that like like that creative process like because i feel like there's there's definitely that vulnerability there where it's like boom like this happened in real life and that real life transferred and transpired over to being able to communicate mm -hmm. you know a feeling a uh, uh just a place of where you were and communicating that through music and song and other people being able to co connect through that so just kind of talk through that a little bit a little bit with me Yes, Better Things, one of my all-time favorites. I mean, the remix that you hopped on to this day is still in my top 10, and I have Man. released so many projects since then. Man, look, the, re the, re the, remix, was, the remix was one of my, it, it was one of my favorites as well. So thank you for great. asking me to be a part of that. So <laughs> it lets me know, like, someone in there, like, when the, when the 20-somethings, you know, reach out to the thirty somethings and like, yo, I want right, you to be a right. part of. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm still popping a little bit, so yes, I, pre I no appreciate problem. that. It's a good, good ego stroke for me. I appreciate that. <laughs> so for sure, better things definitely was birthed out of a vulnerable place for me. Yeah. It was um, going through a heartbreak, a relationship slash friendship ending. And that's how I release my emotions. I mean, now I'm a therapist, but mm. back in the day, I was like, well, I just need, all I need is my songwriting and I'm good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I definitely use my songwriting space as um, like a therapy space, honestly. And Better Things definitely helped me to process through some emotions from that heartbreak and realizing mm -hmm. that the world is not ending, even though my feelings felt like, it was like, oh, everything, all of the dreams I had, all the hopes, all the plans. Yeah, seasons come and seasons go, but God always has better to come. And so that's yeah. definitely the message behind better things. Yeah. And and here's the crazy thing. Even when you asked me to be a part of the remix, I think it was it was easy to write to because the the lyrics and the story that you were depicting in the song was was already so relatable, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I could pull from my past experiences or like knowing friends who've gone through similar challenges with relationships right. or breakups and heartbreak. And so because it was um, there was an intersection of just kind of life where I think everyone could kind of pick from that where it's just like, man, I, I know somebody or I know my own experience. And then as a writer, being able to kind of hop on that same wave and be like, OK, here here's a perspective, but it's still talking about the same topic, the same subject matter. So um, it was it was definitely fun to even though the topic isn't always fun, it was fun to <laughs> to write, you know, collab with you um, on that. Now, you said you said something that I thought was super dope, like you're saying how you're a mental health therapist now. But music mm -hmm. was like your therapy outlet, you know, even probably still now as you write and create, right. but music was a, a almost therapeutic for you. Like, have you found that, um, how have you found that to help you kind of process some feelings like versus um, like maybe if you don't have somebody to talk to or like being mad and and smashing windows and all that <laughs> stuff like that but to be able to collect your thoughts collect your feelings yeah. 
collect your emotions and process it through music how has that like served you as a as a viable outlet um as as almost like therapy for sure i mean when i say music and songwriting has been my therapy i genuinely mean in the wee hours of the night when all my friends are sleeping when yeah. i've prayed everything i know to pray like getting that songwriting out helps me to process through my emotions and a lot mm. of times i don't know what i'm feeling until i actually sit down and try to figure out okay what am i feeling right. um what needs are or are not being met right now what can i do about it how can i change the situation and that kind of thing so literally the things that i ask my clients in sessions yeah. i ask myself in songwriting <laughs> and it just helps it to flow effortlessly and then I have a song and I also feel a lot better most of the time. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's super that's that's super cool. I, I love that. I love that. I feel like that's gonna help somebody who is a songwriter or a poet mm -hmm. or they like the journal and understanding like that value in being able to like externally kind of process your thoughts. Um right. even if you don't necessarily have the words or the prayers at the moment, um just being able to to get it out and some some form of fashion yours just happened mm -hmm. to be in an artistic uh creative form I, I love that i love that so you 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 talk about how how that that helps you kind of process your feelings and um emotions that you're feeling uh you being vulnerable and transparent to like your audience because like you might it might be therapeutic for you but essentially if it's a song and you record it somebody else is hearing this so in connecting and engaging with people, um, how have you seen that like serve like listeners um, and people who consume your music um, or what's some of the feedback that you've gotten from from some mm. of the songs you've written where it might have been therapeutic for you? You were kind of right. speaking your experience, but then someone else hears it and they resonate. It resonates with them. They connect with it and they actually give you that feedback. Like what, what's that look like or what's some of the things you've heard? So every February, I come out with a little EP that is full of empowering songs. And mm -hmm. most of them were birthed from heartbreak, breakups, friendships, ending, that kind of thing. And the feedback that I have gotten from those has honestly been something that's kept me writing music mm, and right. releasing the vulnerable songs. Because, I mean, I can write all day, but it doesn't mean I'm going to release it just because right. I wrote it. True. Um, and so... I think hearing that encouragement from the supporters that I have and the people that like my music has been really motivating and continuing to be transparent okay. in my music and not, yeah. you know, putting up a wall, putting up a front or trying to pretend like everything's okay. If in all actuality, it isn't at the moment. Um, I think that authenticity has been what's helped the listeners to connect with my music and what I'm going through. Cause sure. nine times out of 10, other people are going through it too. Right. Right exactly right yeah so one of my first songs that was on one of those first eps i did was called casper mm -hmm. and it was about being ghosted and to this day i still have people messaging me on instagram like man this song is so relatable i didn't yeah. know anyone else went through this i listen to this all the time like that kind of thing that kind of encouragement because in today's age ghosting is more common than it should be it's a thing right absolutely <laughs> it's a thing yeah it's a thing and it hurts man so i wrote about that i released it and now i'm like 
I'm glad I did that. And I didn't just sit on that song because, I mean, I definitely could have perceived that as like, oh, that's embarrassing. Why would I ever release that song about me being ghosted? Right, but in right. reality, so many people go through that. So look, this, this, I, I love that because um, I was talking to one of my friends on one of the, the other episodes and I was, we were kind of reminiscing how when he and I started working together, he's a producer. He was, he was, I, I won't use the word shy, but he was very like hesitant about um, playing some of his music for me to hear. And I was like, bro, let me hear what you're working on. And then like one of the, one of the records he played was like, like end up being the, the track, for like the single that we released off that EP. Wow. And now he's he's in a different space and he's he's definitely making big moves and, and more confident in what it is that he he does. But there is that place where sometimes being vulnerable, there's the hesitancy of actually letting other people hear that or like if this would even resonate or connect with other people. What gets you over the hump of like, just saying like the heck with it. I'm going to just put it out, you know, despite if anybody listens to it or not. Like, is there, is there any reservations sometimes with those, those songs or do you, mm. or like what, what helps you get past that vulnerability to go ahead and put it out for other people to listen to? I would say the encouragement of my friends. Okay. So I have, really solid friends from my small group and I will let them hear some songs. <laughs> um, and Jada, you know her. Shout out to Jada. Jada, she what up? one of my very best friends and I let her hear songs before they're released and she'll tell okay. me, honestly, she will honestly tell me if it's something that should be, like, she's like, people are going to love this. You need to drop it. Or okay. mm, maybe sit on that one a little bit longer. That's good. You know, and so I would say having that that supportive um, community around you to Absolutely. help, you know, bounce ideas off of or help you to see more clearly or with the clarity. Because sometimes I'm more of a harsh critic than I need to be on my right. right. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, you're good. Um, but having having that second set of ears definitely helps me yeah. to step out of my comfort zone. Yeah, I love I love that. I think I think the community and folks that aren't like yes men or yes women to give you that feedback and they telling they're telling you out of love and wanting to see you like be your best version and put out your best product and your best content and best material. Like you need those people around you in in community. Like someone who gonna legit be like, yo, Amber, that that ain't that ain't it. Or it's not quite yeah. there yet. And, and it's not like you get emotional or defensive or your right. feelings hurt. It's just like, okay, you know, and you value what it is that they say. Like, you're not like, oh, they just mm -hmm. hating on me because they ain't writing music. You know what I'm saying? So right. I think it's it's key to have folks around you that are going to be truth tellers. Um, but again, they just like it's the, it's a common goal and a common vision. Like they just want to see you win. And so when right. you know that and you know you got solid people around you, it's easier um, to get that that constructive criticism and feedback. And I think that's very important for the creative process. I think a lot of times there's more creativity that happens in that in that collaboration aspect, especially in, in songwriting. So demoing your songs and letting close peers hear it and close friends hear it, I think is uh, is definitely a smart move when it comes yeah. to, to putting stuff out and not just be like, yo, I think this hot and it's ready. Um, <laughs> 
And it might not be because, you know, hearing people who like don't necessarily create music, like that's that's the consumer. Most people who who listen to music or, you know, creating, you know, Spotify, Apple Music playlist and right. like they don't create music. They just like good music. They like what they like. They know what they want to hear. They know the mood they're mm-hmm. in, but they're not in the studio recording and in sessions writing and stuff like that. So um, exactly. it's always a good I think it's a good place to bounce that off off of folks. Um, so look, you you multifaceted writer, artist, um, singer, worship leader, um, about to be doctor, uh, but you, there's there's another you got another title under your belt, and that's that's author. Like you you've written you've written a book. Yes, I don't know. Have you written more than one? Uh, right now it's just one. I'm working okay. on the second one now. I know you got okay. So you got it. You got a you got a book. So this now this is this is in print. So this is definitely yes, vulnerability. Like people can read this, they can share this, yes. they can pass this along. There's access in it. And most times when folks write a book, there's personal stories in there. There's real life stuff in there, um, unless it's like sci-fi or something like that. Um, so talk a little bit about the book and, and what led to you writing the book. Um, and just, you know, as much as you, you know, you want to share on that. The Finding Hope Devotional is the name of the book. It's a personalized devotional for anyone who wants to get closer to the Lord and have a better understanding of his biblical truth to us. So what it does, it personalizes scripture for the reader. So say okay. you ordered a copy, it would say finding hope as Emory Anderson mm-hmm. and the scriptures would put your name in them as if the Lord is speaking directly to you, which okay. he is, Yeah. but it's not always easy for us to recognize that when reading the Bible. So that's what um that's what the book is about what inspired it was i mean you know this because mm. you know me but maybe the listeners don't i have been through a lot of trauma myself which right, right. definitely led to me becoming a trauma specialist and a therapist all that stuff um and so the word of god was something that was my rock in getting yeah. through the trauma that i i endured and learning that the Lord was directly speaking to me through his word was, I mean, vital in me healing from everything. Mm. So I just wanted to create something to where other people could feel that personal connection yeah, to God so through so scripture. And so that's what the Finding Hope devotional, that's the heart behind it, is yeah. helping people to find hope through the Bible. Yo, here's, here's what's crazy, Amber. Like when, when, when this, you, this book been out, you had this book out a while. Like when, when, when did this book like drop? When did you release this book? 2019. So 20, 2019. And so we just talk, it's 2023 and you working on your, your dissertation and stuff like that. So even before doing like getting the certifications and license and all that stuff and, 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 uh, degrees to, 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 to fully step in this like how you like you were already doing this right. like with the book you were already you already created a resource to help people walk through you know potential trauma experiences that they may have gone through and and might not know where to turn or or like what to read to kind of help walk them through this so um and I, this just goes back to this idea that like like god doesn't waste anything you know um how sometimes something that happens with us um, you know, it's, it's, it's not 
something that we would wish on ourselves or even our enemy. But like in that, like God shows his hand, he shows his faithfulness. And now you've taken that experience and now you're able to, to serve others and, mm -hmm. and created a resource to be able to help others walk through their own traumatic experience and, and even um, fresh perspective to reading God's word and how to personalize it for themselves um, where they can take the, the, the truth of God's word and apply it where it's like, Oh man, this is speaking directly to me where they might not be able to, to kind of turn it to make it, make it seem personalized. And so um, I just, I just love your, your, your servant's heart and using your creativity um, and, and artistry and gifts not only for yourself, but I feel like you've always used it to to serve um, other people, um, and I think mm. I think that's huge. Um, I think that's Thank that's commendable. You. Yeah, that's super dope. That's super dope. Um, I think it's just part of who you are. Um, your personality is is always been to to help and to serve and to you know, hey, wherever I can be uh, a blessing or can plug in or fill a void. Um, so like, don't don't ever lose that. I think that's a, a great trait and, and um, personality I don't know the word personality aspect to have I don't know you you the therapist you know you know you know what I'm trying to say but <laughs> you but don't trait yeah 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 but 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 don't don't change that at all I love I love that um what what do you what do you got coming up I know you kind of mentioned some things earlier um but like February 2024 eventually it'd be around the corner like is like can we expect like new music um you got some yes. events coming up like like let us know what, what you got coming up for sure so i actually was contemplating if i was gonna do the whole i call it breakup ep but it's really more than just breakup music it's empowering music okay <laughs> um <laughs> contemplating if i was gonna do that this february which I think I still will, but I actually have been working on breaking into a new genre for me. Okay. <laughs> so, you know me, I'm always like experimenting with yeah, different styles, with different sounds. Yeah. And I did Making Moves, which was my first like cool rap track. It was, okay. Yeah. It was an experience. <laughs> and uh, my dad was like, he was like, you can't rap. I said, watch me. And then I did. And he was like, what? You really surprised me. Yeah. Now, now he a fan. I know he a big supporter. So now he like, he a fan of your rap career now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just did it just to, just to try it. But I'm breaking yeah. into country slash hip hop. Interesting. It's very interesting. I told my friends this and they were like, please don't. And I let them hear the first track and they were like, oh my gosh, when are you dropping this? Wow. It is so fun for me. And coming okay. from Alabama, I feel like I'm just embracing my roots. Like I can have my yeah. little country accent. Nobody's going to judge me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, that EP, I'm working on that. Okay. Hopefully we'll drop it before the end of the year. I'm not okay. really sure um, how the timeline's going to go, but for sure something in February. I already okay. have some songs towards that anyway, so. Nice. Well, you look, you definitely got to, you definitely got to keep me posted because I, I definitely want to, I want to peep that. Yes, sir. Hey, you want to be on a remix again? Yo, they'll put me on, I can, I can get my little country, I, I can get my little twang going and I have it, you know, it, it'll be, well, it'll be a step up from, um, <laughs> what's the joint, Old Town Road, but it, it, it'll Town be, Road, nah, it'll be, it'll be next level. You, you know how, you know how I come, so. Uh, no, I dig that. Yeah, let me let me know. You know, if 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 you need me, um, I got you. you. 
I got you. It's too too easy. <laughs> send me over the send me over the track, and we'll 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 get it done. We'll get it done. So Yay. no, that's that's super dope. Well, look, Amber, I appreciate you joining us today um, on the Couch Creatives podcast. It's been great, just you and I catching up um, and being able to talk a little bit. But look. Let the people know how they can connect with you online, on social media, how they can follow you. Just like drop all, all your stuff. Let them know how we can we can connect with you online. Yes. So my Instagram at Amber Roper Music, A-M-B-E-R-R-O-P-E-R Music. And then my website is AmberRoper.com. That's where you can check out my Finding Hope devotionals. You can order a copy. You can read my story, my testimony, um, get to know me a little bit better. And then I have a YouTube channel. I post encouraging videos and Bible studies on a daily basis. So lots of avenues for you guys to get plugged in. I really appreciate the support. Pastor M, I appreciate you having me today. It has been such an honor. I have been thinking about this since you reached out. I was like, thank you, Lord. And yeah. it's an honor to be on. The fact that you would even consider me or remember me <laughs> to be oh my on. my gosh. Stop. <laughs> Quit playing. Seriously. It's it's a blessing truly is yeah truly you is. you're one of those people and have one of those personalities that like leave a like a lasting impression and impact you know sometimes those people come through your lives and even if it's for a short season um right. you just always kind of remember them and just your your interaction with them you were definitely on on my my initial list of folks i'm just glad we were able to work the timing out to get you right. on and be a part, you know, so like the time zones and what you got going on and everything. So thank you for for making the time. I'm I'm grateful for uh for your time here with us today. So thank you. Yeah, Seriously, yeah. thank you. No, absolutely, absolutely. So look, Kenfo, as we wrap up, thank you for tuning in once again to the Couch Creative Podcast, brought to you by Rings and Robes in conjunction and partnership with the Repurpose Podcast network i want to leave you with a little m gem you probably heard this one before but i think it's 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 essential to kind of what we're talking about here with being vulnerable um and letting the power of vulnerability push your creativity listen you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take so be willing to put those shots up keep shooting keep going never give up remember don't hesitate to be great always look to create and leave nothing on the plate Y'all, this is Couch Creatives. Until next time, God bless you. This is the Couch Creatives. This is the Couch Creatives. This is the Couch Creatives. All praise to the Creator. This is the Couch Creatives. This is the Couch Creatives. This is the Couch Creatives. All praise to the Creator. This is the Couch Creatives.